But you'll notice the one that you have loved in dreams is here among the others. Or maybe it's somewhere strewn among our picks for album of the year. Welcome back. We are on day two, counting down our album of the year entries five through one today. I'm your host as always, and I am, of course, joined by my best pal in superior musical taste, Taylor. Hey, yeah. Hey! How's it going? We had a day off. We're refreshed. We're yeah, to- that's, we totally that's don't how re- this show works. <laughs> we totally don't record these in one session. So are you ready? Are you ready to bring the heat, Taylor? Because we absolutely have to bring our best to the ball game now. Uh, there's no fooling around. Ten through six, we're just playing. Just having yep. a good time. We're just, it's merry. It's a holiday. We are just being fucking festive. But today, you got to bring your best. Like, there is no, there is no half-assing what we have to do today, I think. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, Taylor, jumpstart us right in. Number five, let's fucking go. Uh... Second verse, same as the first. My number five is Virus by Haken. Hey, I know that album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just talked about it yesterday. Ish, sometime. In this nebul- <laughs> kind of. This nebulous point in time. Uh, yes, uh, just, to re- just to refresh your memory, since these will be separate episodes, uh, Haken is a British prog metal band that have been... Uh, chugging along pun intended uh for a couple of years now uh i think we both first found out about them because mike portnoy was big on them when they dropped that debut album Mm -hmm. uh and they they kind of went through a period where i'm like yeah they have some good songs not sure about these albums as a whole yeah that's where i am with the sort of like the 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 start and kind of i guess where we would call it right now the middle part of their discography where i'm just like there's songs i like here but as an album experience i'm not super here for it it's like yeah like you know cockroach king in 1985 Mm -hmm. will be fun as cock as concert staples yes absolutely (laughs) Uh, but, you know, it was kind of last year where their album Vector and, you know, we talked about yeah. the hilarious timing of the naming of the album's <laughs> Vector and Virus was the first time I'm like, OK, yeah, this feels like a, this feels like a finished product. Yeah. Kind of thing. I feel that they actually just like like with, with, with Vector and Virus, I feel they really hit a stride. Like this is exactly like like they found their sound kind of amongst being in that prog genre and, and, and doing what you do as a prog band. I feel that they tightened it up. They were they, they used liberal use of the edit button so that songs don't <laughs> kind of they, 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 like, you get a little more indulgence on a uh, virus for sure, because I mean, there's a track. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a 17 minute track that's cut into like five pieces. But <laughs> it's not overindulgent in the way that I just can't listen to Dream Theater anymore kind of way. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm with, and I'm with you there. Uh, on, cause there, there's a certain point you reach where it's like, you know, are you writing a song or are you just stroking yourself? Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of John Petrucci in a nutshell, just fucking having the biggest jerk session for 70 minutes every couple years on, on an audio CD. 
Yeah, you know, at, at least Steve Vai seems like he might be fun to hang out with. Yeah, like like people that are, like seem like they maybe they're having fun. Like, thank you, scientists. Like they're overindulgent to a fucking fault, but you know those guys are having fun doing it. Oh yeah, and so you mentioned a seventeen-minute song. Uh-huh. I feel a little bad about splitting this up, but I've chosen specifically Messiah Complex Part Two, mm. a glutton for punishment, as my choice of album title song oh yeah this is man like this whole this whole like that whole 17 minute track is amazing and having to cut a part out feels so bad but i would feel bad giving away so much of an album on this thing yeah i mean you know you're talking about like the better part of the runtime yeah this is a 50 minute album and we've probably just played 10 minutes of it so we've played a fifth of the album already yeah, so, you know, there's only so far we can go, so I've chosen part two as a nice digestible little bit. Uh, you, you won't get as much of, like, the jazzy stuff that mm. they're often known for blending in with this one. This is more of a straightforward piece of the bigger puzzle. Mm-hmm. And here we go.
you could see it spinning around there. It's, it's, I can see it stopping, just like the CD that I have plugged into my computer. Mm-hmm. That's totally how yeah, I that- do this. Yeah, we yeah that that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I plug my Walkman in to my sound card, and then I play the track and I record it in real time. This is the work I put in for everybody. I'm not lying, <laughs> Taylor. I've got a number five. Would you would well, you uh, hit us with your number five? Then. You might be familiar with my number five. I got a feeling you've probably heard my number five. My num- I'm sure. <laughs> my, my number five is Visions of Bodies Being Burned by Clipping. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, like like we said in the last episode, like this is just more of that good noise, industrialized hip-hop with incredible storytelling. Uh, there's just so much talent uh, in this group, and there's so much vision in these last two albums in particular where they're just diving headfirst into this genre of rap that I feel largely gets known for groups like insane clown posse, where it's like Mm. that that's horror core to a lot of people. And it's just like, well, I don't know. Like there's a lot of like darker stuff out there. That's not really funny uh, at all. Like uh, Esham and, and Wolfpack and, and groups like that. But I think that clipping takes this idea and they run so far with it. Just, with the textured production um, and and Davi Diggs' ability to tell these kinds of stories and just be completely unedited about it, like you know, you're getting the glo- you're getting the gory, bloody bits, like it's all coming out. Like there's no restraint here. Um, mm. You are getting what you're getting from an album entitled "Visions of Bodies Being Burned." <laughs> <laughs> there's no shortage of violence here, and the, the the track that I have chosen is appropriately named "Pain Every Day." That is a track where like, 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 it, it works out because Taylor chose the more kind of uh, textured and ethereal um, and noise-based kind of production track from the record, and I chose one that's maybe more rappy and it's got more of a solid beat going to it uh, mm-hmm. with like hooks and 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 um, you know, a, a, a more the, the 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 shape of a traditional rap song. So you get both. Uh, is what I'm saying from here, uh, f- from us, uh, from this album that is it's fully endorsed by the both of us. So, yes, from visions of bodies being burned, here is pain every day. Death wasn't really the worst part. Time spent floating above is body done. That's when the hurt start. They call it passing. That's not it. They lie and fuck them altars and headstones. They think all them flowers for can't smell nothing. You just bones. They cry a little less every hour, so that must be real nice. Crossing the earth marks and when everything began, dead scars looking like birthmarks. Take for granted they freestanding. Y'all should grab one right by the dream space. Make one scream until she pray. Make one run until he dead. Make one break until they leave. The body hurts, see the body gone. So who body make up for all the wrongs done to bodies? They keep singing their songs while your body rot. Well, fuck it, come on. 
secrets Don't that sound like snitch behavior, snitch behavior Zip it up, kiss the fear and sip the savor Lick it up, that tastes like wishes made by twisted prayers Rip it up, snitch the vision, lips the savior Get the guts, then you will grab one right by the dream space Make one scream until she pray Make one run until he dead Make one break until they leave The body hurts, see, the body gone So who body make up for all the wrongs done to bodies They keep singing they songs while your body rock Well, fuck it, come on, they gotta pay living sweat in the afterlife but ain't nothing after life but the pain from the way you died is something reminiscent of hunger but if you had a stomach only satiated by making somebody run see that to the edge of the screen in the video hear that hissing way in the back of the track be that you could live in the glitch of the digital they fear that they should fear that they go fear that you are here forever here forever fuck it up miss the moment and it's never gonna come you stuck so make the most you make the omens You know what we're here for. You know we're here for. for. It's number four. And I'm saying the word for because it's what we're, we're. You see what I'm doing? Do you see the comedic genius that is happening in front of your ears right now? Yeah, yeah. I, you got it? I see, I see what see, I hear. You see what you hear. That's how that works. That's how. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you're synesthetic, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I know some people that are. So. I know just one. Okay. And I know a few celebrities by reputation. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Taylor, heard you got a number four album of the year that you might be able to grace us with, though. Yeah, uh, you're probably familiar with my number four album of the year. (laughs) uh, Because my number four album of the year is Run the Jewels 4. Hey, there's a banger. (laughs) Yep. So, Run the Jewels is the duo of Killer Mike and LP who have been making R.A.P. music for a long-ass fucking time at this point, and it's always great and just keeps getting better. They, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, they are just so unstoppable as... Just, like, the chemistry there, it's, just, it's once in a lifetime, I think. Like, nobody's going to get together... From like two, like these were two disparate elements that ended up mm. finding each other through chance, and one just continued to bug the other until he produced an album for him, <laughs> and, and then they ended up being best friends. It, it's such a fun story, and these two, like they can't fucking miss. I don't think. Yeah, no. There's like, there's not a beat out of place. 
there's not a lousy bar anywhere here. <laughs> it's just they're so constantly clever and smart with the things they're saying, whether they're being like, 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 like whether they're trying to say something serious or whether they're trying to make you laugh. Like they're not getting cheap jokes. They're actually using some smart fucking wordplay to get where they're going. Yeah, and they also um, occasionally manage to nab themselves some huge features. Absolutely. Which is going to play into my uh, chosen track, which is Just. Of course! I, I feel like with the Run the Jewels album, it's always a rush to see who's going to get the, the. who's going to choose the Zach DeLaRocca feature. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> Sorry, always. He's goddamn good because I picked a backup. <laughs> yeah, there was a few few I depending on the order, but yeah, I went for the one with Pharrell Williams and Zach Delaroca. Yeah, look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Get it? And now you'll get to hear that for real. Mastered economics, cause you took yourself from squalor. Slave. Mastered academics, cause your grace said you were scholar. Slave. Mastered Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow. Shit. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. Spend it time, I'm on mine, I be minding mine Every time, on my grind, I'm just trying to shine Make a dollar, government, they want a dozen dimes The petty kind might kill you cause they see you shine I done had to have a talk with myself plenty times Am I a hypocrite cause I know I did plenty crime I get broke too many times, I might slay some pines You believe corporations running marijuana yeah, ran by a casino on a pedophile sponsor all these fucking racist bastards. And I told you once before that you should kill your master. Now that's the line that's probably gonna get my ass up. Master of these politics, you swear that you got options. Right? Master of opinion, cause you vote with the white collar. Right? The 13th Amendment says that slavery's abolished. Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at Man, you better duck out, get the bag and the bug out uh, Try to run home, you might run your luck out Cause just when your base is loaded, they'll roll a grenade in the dugout Earth folk, not a mellow bunch, we got our thumbs in the air like hella bust uh, Look at who we done blessed with our trust, I don't think we'll be left for too much Hand on my heart, on my mind, on my drugs, got a vodka punch for your Atlas shrug Love or not love, it's just that dumb, Lord sweet Buddha, please make me numb Rain bounce off walls like a city in Roomba, just found out it's created stupid Lit by the super moon or too lucid, plus got shrooms in the blood I'm BP, Richie, this is New York City. The X on the map with a paint keep in it. Just us ducks here sitting. we murderous choco cops still earning a living. Funny how some say money don't matter. That's rich now, isn't it? Get it? Comedy. Try to sell packets. Supposed to get food, get killed. It's not an anomaly. Hey, it's just Mastered money. Mastered economics, cause you took money. yourself from squalor. Right. Mastered academics, cause your grace said you were scholar. Right. Mastered Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow. Yeah. Look at all these slave masters. Yeah, yeah. Let it sink in. 2020 on the map. Wrong one cut in my hourglass. Don't watch it spill to the bottom half. You see the beast out running 
the crew in this Coming up through the fence Offshore out of Port-au-Prince Overture left his fingerprints On the hearts of the gate in the world of residence How can we be the peace When the peace gonna reach for the worst Tear on the flesh of the earth Stay set for a deafening reckoning Quick like the pace of a verse So I'm questioning This quest for things is a recipe For early death threatening But the breath of me is weaponry For you and just money So, Polly Hey! It, it, it It's time for... Oh, wait, are you doing the thing? Are you doing the joke thing? Uh, I, you know... Oh my god, it's so good. It's so fucking funny. I can't believe you Comedy did. is... All, I mean, comedy is all about repetition. Right. You just keep saying it until it's funny. You keep saying... And you have to explain it every and time. Then, explain why the joke's it, funny. <laughs> And then once you've repeated it enough times that it's funny, you keep repeating it. <laughs> right. You keeps. Well, Taylor, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that we've unintentionally stumbled into a very funny joke about repetition. Why is your number four run the jewels four? My number four is run the jewels four. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, and it it's the fourth one. It's the How fourth one. Perfect. <laughs> We literally we don't plan this, plan this shit. We, I swear <laughs> to Christ, we don't plan this. Oh no, we we seriously don't <laughs> talk about this shit before we're like setting up to record. Yeah, like we set like like we the only thing we decide is like we can never remember who went first the previous year, so we have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, no, we let. I literally had to go listen to the first two minutes of last year's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so yeah run the jewels for like i get like what do i have to say like this is an album i mean i guess the only thing that we can say like the other thing that we can say about this album is this is an album um that dropped with almost perfect timing um oh yeah <laughs> run the J- rtj4 like it expresses the anger of the moment uh that this entire past summer and fall have been um like no album came out at a t- at, at this time that needed like, this is an album that needed to be released now uh because the anger and the things that it's saying and the things that it's trying to make people more active about um it, it, it's 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 just a very important album for its timing uh and i think that they realized that like they there just seemed to be a real cognizant of the fact that what they were releasing and what they were saying in this moment is very important and you can't muddy up the message. And that's why I chose walking in the snow, which is another fucking banger from this album. That's saying a lot of real shit. I want, I want to draw particular attention to killer Mike's verse, uh, on this track. It's, it's, it'll eviscerate you, but it's, it's, it's the message of the moment. Um, so yeah. Here's another hit of Run the Jewels 4. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cult. And now here they are doing it way better than we do it. Get a dose of dirty cold to go, be cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go I don't really know how to go slow Just got done walking in the snow Goddamn, that motherfucker's cold Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close You know holes, no go This whole world's a shit mode Built to the brim like Gitmo 
When you think it don't get more low, with limbo to the sticks on flow. All oppression's born of lies, I don't make the rules, I'm just one guy. I'll do respect and getting spit on is how respect is now defined. Hungry for truth, but you got screwed and drank the Kool-Aid. There's a line, it ends directly at the edge of a mass grave that's their design. Funny fact about a cage, they never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you still pour it, come for you. The newest lowest on the totem, what godly G you have been used. You have to feel the death machine that down the line will kill you too. Pseudo-Christians yelling different, kids in prisons ain't a sin shit. Even one scrap of what Jesus taught connected, you feel different. What a disingenuous way to piss away existence, I don't get it. I say you lost your goddamn minds if y'all possess one to be with. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. From the ages one to four, around the age of five, you shift away from your body to be stored. They promise education, but really they give you tests and scores. And they predict in prison population by who's going the lowest. And usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed your fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you give is a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could magically. Fast forward the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest, they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm Rita Chomsky, I'm Reed Bukowski, I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Thank God let them cover the devil can smother then you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before we lay down in his grave. All of us serve the same masters. All of us nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Who really wanna run it with the Jew runners? Go hellfire hot in a new summer. It's cold with a baby in a cool summer. I suicide bomber in a blue hummer. It emerged out of sign out of blue zone. Bad news coming to sun, two sun. Three beats like a wet dot chew on them. Got a stroke roll cool on them. Move on them. Move on them. We be the heroes, the breakers, the chains, and the muscles of locks. You be the sucker supporting the bitches that talk to the cops. This little manic of turning and facing a fuck up on rock. I'm not so sure opportunities knocking this party the law. Word to the old school tape decks. I get radio Raheem Beastman. My Nike pin is sacred. Similar to the Ghostface bracelet. Frying with a hole. Oh no joke. Probably go broke just off smoke. Fuck what we gonna do? Not smoke. Get a job, pay the roll, be a dope. Nah, I'ma do me. I didn't got though. Got though, got though, got though, got though, got though, got though, got though. They cheat, uh-huh. cause they're one of them black and the other one white. Uh-huh. So if you don't like them, you automatically racist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So okay, we're hitting red zone now, Taylor. Things, uh, are, get- yeah. things are getting real serious now. We like- get the two-minute warning. Uh, football analogy. I don't watch sports. <laughs> Touchdown! I played Tecmo Super Bowl. I like those games. Those are fun. I know. Uh, I know that much about football. Uh, so we got, we got, we got, we we got to boil things down though. We are now in the top three. We we did like, if we're picking the albums now that are better than Run the Jewels four, and that album is just <laughs> banger after banger. That album is one hundred percent no fucking misses. 
What do the you only, got? The only, problem, uh, the only problem with that album is that it's actually a little short. It's a little shorter. <laughs> like, you consider their length of, like, 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 RTJ3 was, like, a full hour. And this one's, like, 38, 39 minutes or so. But that's kind yeah. of where rap is right now. They're releasing shorter mm. albums um, because I guess that's it's easier to stream a 10-song album than it is, you know, a 17-song album. Well, you know, when you're, you're getting, what is it, 70% of one penny for every time somebody listens to 30 yeah. seconds of your music? Yeah. Uh, like, highway robbery. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why why bother at that point? But hey, that album's still great, even being 38 minutes long. I mean, hey, I buy all of this shit anyway. <laughs> oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. But a- as sad as it makes me to say, there's something better than Run the Jewels 4? Yeah, there's about three <clears throat> things better than Run the Jewels 4, according what? to the two of us. According to both of us, right? So what is your first album that is better than Run the Jewels 4? <laughs> oh boy, my first album that's better than Run the Jewels 4. My number three album of 2020 is Underneath by Code Orange. Nice. So yeah, uh, Code Orange is a band I didn't like very much. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, yeah. Until this album, because I had listened to some stuff and thought kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. I think that you a lot know. of their stuff probably come like I think a lot of their especially their earlier stuff can maybe come off as a little new metal-y for some people and like I'm okay with that because I grew up in that era I like new metal music I'm not ashamed to admit it uh, but I think the, but maybe that kind of comes off in a lot of their stuff maybe that can be a little off-putting I guess yeah on occasion uh, but on this album uh, oh boy it's like all the pieces came together mm. Mm. And they find, and so yeah, they're kind of, they're this interesting mix of like, like electronic music minded production and occasionally some really noisy drum samples mixed with like a bit of hardcore punk and new metal, like you said. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. It was just when I heard this album, I thought, oh, yeah. Maybe those guys know what they're doing after all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's very, it's very. It has moments of abrasiveness. Oh God, but it's also yeah. Got some of their. It's also got a bit of a melodic edge too. Like there's one song on here I think could be easily be a radio single. I think that any of the songs on this album that have clean vocals could easily have, have succeeded. Uh, as a radio like a, single, like a the song "Who I Am," especially, yep. yeah. oh, is what God, I think. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, no, I picked the Taylor song. I went with Erasure. Yes, song. <laughs> yes. This gave me Vane vibes as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, even the song title is just like, did Vane write this? Yeah, it's just you know you get that full in your face explosion of oh, sound. Oh God! It is a it is a wall, a monolith of decibels. And uh, it's we're we're piping that directly into your eardrums right now. Come forward to win I'm dying in a rock star Be a 
So, Polly. Hey. What's, what's your album that's better than Run the Jewels 4? Well, my first album that is better than Run the Jewels 4, this might be, like, we might be familiar with this one already. I don't know. You're going to have to, yeah. you might have to refresh me. Uh, my number three is Underneath by Code Orange. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, what is happening? What Are we going to, li- oh, God. We're definitely not going to have the same top four, I will tell you that. It's so, like, this is so close, though. (laughs) I mean, I guess, I guess what I will say about this album is this is the first album this year that completely lit a fire under my ass and melted my face off when I first fired it up. Like, it just goes, like, when you go from that intro into swallowing the rabbit hole, Jesus Christ. It's so good. Um, I, I think that... As of this moment, un- underneath is Code Orange's best album. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like when all is said and done in the next few years, that won't be the case. I think that this is a band that have succeeded in finally kind of settling on what works for them and finding it and like just honing it so razor sharp that it's dangerous to hold. Um, well, you know, not, not not every band's first album is Appetite for Destruction. No, so no, absolutely. So, some not. bands need to settle it. Some bands need to find themselves a little. And, and, and I think they've I think they've nailed it. Yeah, and the, hopefully they'll only get better from here. That is exactly my hope. Like I'm so endlessly excited for what this band is going to do next because their writing style and th- their unpredictability tell me that there's so much more for them that. It's there. The potential's there. They just have to seize it. That is all that, that needs to be done. I can see them easily being an album of the year next time out. And I, that's not that, that that's not going to happen. Like, you know, I'm not going to make that happen, obviously. It's just this is a band that, like, th- I'm the most excited for right now, just in terms of future prospects. Um, mm. Because everything that they're doing sounds so goddamn good to my ears. Um, and I chose the title track. Uh, for this one because I think that this is a great encapsulation of everything that you get on this album so it's a good taste tester um, mm. uh, if I'd have went with favorite track god there's so many like <laughs> like swallowing the rabbit hole would be like the immediate track I throw at people just because it's so just in your face and up your ass um, yeah. but yeah, I went with the, the title track, uh, because I like what it does and kind of giving you an idea of what this band is all about. Just start to finish. You know exactly what you're getting from this album. If you hear this track and like it. So yeah, number three underneath from underneath by code orange. Yeah. 
Tooler. Oh, wait. Taylor. Whoops. Uh, oh, hey. Hey. Uh, hey. Do you see what I did there? I put a two. I put a two. I put a two at the start of your name. Uh, welcome to the last episode of the <laughs> Album of the Year podcast. That's it. We're never doing it again. It's fucking over. I can't believe nah, I'm jo- nah, I'm joking. I can't believe Taylor literally killed Polly. Uh, and Polly, and then Polly was dead. And then uh, my, no- my number two is going to ensure that we don't have an identical top four because my number two is Forgotten Days by Paul Bearer. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. This man, this good album. That's that's a damn good pick, Taylor. Yeah, I'm a. Hey, I am a diehard metalhead at heart mm. and Paul Bearer just has all the pieces to make like awesome timeless metal yeah and yeah they kind of you know they they've had some good albums before I think this might be their best this album. is their <laughs> best pl- just they really knocked it out of the park with this one and you know I really like Tartless too but this mm. one was like I heard that I'm like damn mm. This just has that, uh, it's got that special sauce. It, it's it got that touch of melody and the soaring songwriting and arrangements and, you know, production that you can kind of differentiate the parts from. Yeah, and that, and that, <laughs> and that can be helpful. Yeah, like, despite the fact that it's big and sludgy, the mix is actually super well done. Um, we were going back to like when we were talking about like at the start of the previous episode about how symbols often get lost in uh, mixes because people don't know how to fucking mix guitars at all. There's like yeah. a cavalcade. Like if you want to do that right, here's the album you listen to that you listen to because this album has a cavalcade of guitars, but you but everything is so distinct in the mix. Yeah, and it's you know it's you know doubly hard up on the fact that they're playing in like seven string and baritone tuning <laughs> yes so. it's nuts <laughs> it's just there's a lot of sludge to work through but you know they managed to do it and uh, i'm going with the closing track caledonia <clears throat> yes good track good track yeah you know it's got it's one of those things it shows what they do it's big heavy and it's gonna get stuck in your head just a little bit <laughs>
Polly, what's your number two? Woo, my number two. Uh, my 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 second album that's better than Run the Jewels Four. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a um, good way to think about it. Man, wait, my number two album actually caught me completely off guard because it's from an artist that I haven't really paid attention to in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, and it's an album that made me go back and reevaluate that. Um, yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, there's actually, uh, you, you know, there's a lot of meat here. Um, but a lot of the meat comes from having arrived at this point years after the fact, I think. And my number two comes from a familiar name if you were a child in the 90s. <laughs> my number two is Fiona Apple's Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Um, if there was a more honest and uh, emotionally bare album that came out this year, I didn't hear it. Um, mm. This album, like, it's it's just absolutely raw in every sense of the word. Um, the production, it's super dense with a lot of piano, a lot of percussion. Um, the song structures are just varied and have a, like, they, they feel really improvised a lot of the time, uh, along with a lot of the vocals, like just, she's kind of just going crazy here vocally at points. And it's really interesting. Um, <clears throat> the vocals are out in front in a way that like, it really gets the point of the album across um it's an album about like being able to kind of like finally break free and be yourself uh you know which Mm. is kind of what the entire point of fetch the bolt cutters is is, you know being let out of a cage uh and she explores a lot of those themes very openly and honestly uh she doesn't mix metaphors uh she's wearing her heart on her sleeve in this album in a way that's very admirable um and I think that a lot of people think come off as maybe cheesy, but I think it's just um, it's it's an album that I feel it's um, it's similar to Chelsea Wolfe's Abyss and His Spun in how yeah. it's honest, but it's doing it in its own unique and different way that it's being uh, entirely true to itself. Uh, and I've once again gone with uh, the, the the title track for this album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, because I think that it just kind of most accurately represents the themes of this album um, from start to finish. I kind of want to, like, I want people to listen to this album, so I want to give them a taste of it rather than putting some of my favorite tracks on, which I think mean a lot more to me personally. Um, but yeah, this album is just completely left Field, like what the hell i if you would have told me that fiona apple was going to be the person to put out an album that would floor me the way that this album <laughs> did this year i i don't know that i would have believed it because i've had to go back now and reevaluate her catalog in a way that i i've not really done so on one of these before right yeah. so so it, yeah like big ups to her for releasing what i feel like this is this is a this is an album of your career type album, I think. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so here is Fetch the Bolt Cutters from Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. I've been thinking about when I was trying to be your friend. I thought it was then, but it wasn't. It wasn't genuine I was just so furious But I couldn't show you Cause I know you And I know what you can do And I don't want to war with you I won't afford it You get sore even when you win 
And you maim when you're on offense But you kill when you're on defense And you've got them all convinced That you're the means and the end All the VIPs and PYTs and wannabes Afraid not being your friend And I've always been too smart for that But you know what, my heart was not I took it like a kid, you see The cool kids voted to get rid of me I'm ashamed of what it did to me What I let get done It stole my fun, it stole my fun Vegetable bolt cutters I've been in here too long Festival bolt cutters I've been in here too long Festival bolt cutters I've been in here too long Festival bolt cutters Guess what? <laughs> well, we gotta wind things down first. You know how we do around here. We have a structure and we stick to it. God damn it. Yep. Before we get to your album of the year, I'm gonna need you to count down ten to two one last time for us. Just, just, to, just to draw things out. This is the filler part of the episode, really. 
No, I just, no, I just like, let's drink it all in first, then let's have it, then give it to us one final time. Okay. Well, my number 10 was Visions of Bodies Being Burned by Clipping. Mm -hmm. My number 9 was No by Boris. Mm. My number 8 was Immersion by Primitive Man. Mm. My number 7 was Solitude by Cloud Kicker. My number 6 was Fluid Existential Inversions <laughs> by Intronaut. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, that fucking title gets me every time. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. My number five was Virus by Haken. My number four was Run the Jewels for. My number three was Underneath by Code Orange. And my number two was Forgotten Days by Paul Bearer. All right, Taylor. Hit us. What is it? What is your album of 2020? Well, it's going to sound pretty familiar because it's Fetch the Bolt Cutters by <laughs> Fiona Apple. <laughs> Fan goddamn fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I've never listened to Fiano Apple before. <laughs> like, wow. ever. Wow. I couldn't tell you a single thing she sang before this. Oh, wow. So, this is just like, this being your first Fiona Apple experience is real interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea what kind of music she's made before this, but this is just like, uh, yeah, it, it's got this ludicrous energy to it yeah and it's playing with so many different moods and genres and tonalities mm -hmm. and yeah i don't know i was just listening and you know the lyrics are really good too oh, and obvious yeah. and the singing is of course really good because mm -hmm. i'm guessing that's what she's known for is being a good singer yeah she's a really good singer and a poet yeah Never listened to Fiona Apple before, but this album is awesome. Uh, and the song I'm going with is the single bait, which is Cosmonauts. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. Ignites a fuse to my patience Whatever you do is gonna be wrong There's no time to interrupt the detonation Be good to me before you're gone When I met you I was fine with my nothing I grew with you and now I've changed What I've become is something I can't be without your loving be good to me, it isn't a game Now let me see, it's you and me Forgive, good God How do you suppose that we'll survive? Come on, that's right, left, right Make lighter of the heavier Cause you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off Whoa, you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off When you resist me, hon, I cease to exist Because I only like the way I look when looking through your eyes And when you come back, you commemorate the penetration of the sun Into the deep, dark sky Now let me see, it's you and me, forgive good God How do you suppose it will survive? Right, left, right, make lighter of the hair. 
couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off Whoa, you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off Started, started off, started off, started off, started off, started off Except with way more gravity than when we started off Whoa, you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts Except with way more gravity than when we started off Started, started off, started off, started off, started off, started off So Polly, I have no idea what your number one is. <laughs> so why don't you tell why don't you tell me what your ten to two is first? Alright, we'll get you warmed right back up. I gotta say again though, that Fiona Apple album, man, it's so good. It missing number one is a shock to me, I'll say that much. But my number ten is R.I.P.'s Dead End. My number nine is Open Mike Eagles, Anime Trauma and Divorce. My number eight is Paul Bear's Forgotten Days. My number seven is Humavoid Libless. My number six is Haken's Virus. My number five is Clipping Visions of Bodies Being Burned. My number four is Run the Jewels RTJ4. My first album, Better Than Run the Jewels 4, is Code Oranges Underneath. My <laughs> second album, Better Than <laughs> Better Than Run the Jewels 4, is <laughs> Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. And my album of 2020. This is another one that literally caught me completely off guard in a way that I was not expecting and connected with me on a weirdly personal level that I did not see coming. My number one album of 2020 is The Flaming Lips, American Head. I didn't even know The Flaming Lips had an album out this year. <laughs> now I gotta go listen to something. The, the Flaming Lips have not released a good album since probably 2009. <laughs> so. uh, I, I, I like the two that everyone likes. Right. But- <laughs> okay, I can. Yeah, I can. I mean, <laughs> but uh, that's all I've listened to. Actually, that's I transmissions from the satellite yep. part and the other one. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yoshimi battles. I, yeah, I've only, yeah. I've only come into the flaming lips later in life. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they've not released a good album since like 2009. That's maybe a bold statement to some, but that that's just how it goes <laughs> down here in Polyland. Um, this album just kind of surprised the fuck out of me. Like I said, it's, it it is an album that is very strong in its concepts of this 
uh, this fascination with like older brother, like growing up and having these older brothers and friends and parents, and this fascination with adulthood about oh that's so cool they live these legendary lifestyles, you know, like the the, the cool brother that's got the motorcycle, uh, things like that. Like you you can kind of get a, the an idea of like this typical 1950s very white american dream kind of scenario uh mm-hmm. that they're painting here um and, and and this album explores how those things are like really monolithic and b- but before you realize like oh wait like nothing about that is magical at all and and that fascination that we all end up with it, it, it's bullshit like the a, a lyric early in the album is just oh my god why is it them oh my god now it's me uh, and that's from uh, Flowers of Neptune 6. And that kind of explains the whole thing of, like, that stuff isn't sacred at all. It's just, like, it, it's just life. It's just mortality. We all end up we all end up there. Um, and the album explores all of those, like, weirdly nostalgic themes and ideas through these sub-themes of drug use, death, and the celebration of life. Um, and... and, and it's something that really connected with me. Maybe it's just because I, I, I because I hit forty this year. Maybe it re- maybe a lot of that stuff resonated harder for me than it may have five or ten years ago. Like maybe that's why this album kind of hit me the way it did. Um, but even despite the fact that it's got a few fade outs, yeah, I'm calling them out. I'm a calling them out. Even if it's got the fade outs, like this album is just pure psychedelic melancholy comedy and like looking forward, um, you know, and, and despite the fact that it rides this similar tone all the way through, um, it's just produced immaculately and it has these lay. it's just produced in the way that you want a psychedelic album to be produced it's layered it's it, there's new things that's going to jump out at you every time you hear it like the the songwriting is fantastic um just all the performances like th- this is just the complete package an album that smacked me upside the head in a way that i was not expecting from a group that i did not expect to surprise me anymore Mm. Um, and that feels good, uh, to be able to kind of come back to something like that in a way and, 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 and they still got it. They still got it. I'm proud of them. It Uh, just took them a while to find it again. It took them 11 (laughs) fucking years to find it again. Uh, but damn, did they ever do it with American head and the track that I chose for this one for no particular reason at all is just because they're like, I could pick any track on this album and probably call it a favorite, but I'm just going with Assassins of Youth because that it's the one that jumped out at me while I was making the list. So my album of the year is The Flaming Lips, American Head. Here is Assassins of Youth.
Taylor, that is going to wrap it once more for us here at the Album Listening Club. It is, of course, always a delight to get to do this with you. We also, of course, uh, semi-wrapped up that... Uh, that Marilyn Manson monstrosity that we started last year. We we, we finally put the cap on that. Yeah, that, we, we we managed to finish it. We managed the, to finish it. We we drug our asses across that finish line whether we wanted to or not. It was a... Uh, oh, boy. Guys, guess, <laughs> spoilers, We Are Chaos did not make the list. Yeah, no. Just go just go listen to that to that episode and understand that one. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know, believe it or not, I've I've turned on that album since then. I, I have. think it's even worse than I thought it was originally. I've tried. I've tried to go back, and it's just like uh, no, it just doesn't grab me. But hey, like there might be something from us in the future along the same vein. I'm not gonna make any promises, but you didn't care for me, but. There might be something in the works. Yeah, there's, you know, there, there's there been talks of a top secret uh, potential project. Yeah, like we, are, we might be in the first or second stage of planning. We'll see. We'll see how that <laughs> we, goes. We might all want to catch our breath for the first part of 2021, but then we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> exactly. So, so from us here uh, at the Album Listening Club, of course, thank you for joining us on those wild adventures through Manson Land and any, advan- and any adventures we may find ourselves on in the future. Taylor, before we kick on out of here, where can the fine internet at folks at home find you? Twitter.com slash Deadly Gardens or SoundCloud.com slash Western Desolation. For as long as SoundCloud's a thing, it seems like it's always <laughs> up in flux. It's like, it's like, it might be here next time. We don't know. You can... It might be gone by the time you hear this episode. Chance the Rapper is going to buy it and save it for us all, right? That's the, that's what's going to happen. I, I hope. <laughs> I, I'd be okay with that outcome. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. And you can I find and you can find me at my dumb website, of course. And we leave you with a message as always. Go listen to more Death Grips.